with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, uh, here we are. The pre-show, post-show podcast. Pre-show, post-show. Pre-show. You get to be in it, Greg. He was. He looked at me. I told Greg, turn on the microphones. He was scared. But usually you just yell at me to hit your audio <laughs> so you can play some weird Bonnie Vera or something like that. <laughs> There's lots of stuff that happens. Uh, hey, Bonnie Vera. He's, he's very popular. I think sure. it's a band, isn't it? It is a band. Justin <laughs> Justin Masterson is the lead singer. Anyways, let's stop talking about hipster bands. Uh, Greg, what were we talking about now? So you got me so derailed That's with your insults. That's oh. my whole thing. Podcast. Oh, we talked about pets destroying stuff after the rat story this morning. That well, was yeah, you had the, the sheets head was the guy who left a little gate open in, in the Indian ATM, ATM. So, yeah, the rat went in there, chewed up uh, 12 million rupees, which is about 20 grand to Canadian. Jeez. Oof, pets destroy stories. So we had lots of those. Uh, any I like other talking ones? 90s fashion. That was the best. I was like reliving my youth. But that's what I was doing all weekend, like going through my Instagram and my Facebook and seeing everybody at Soundtrack watching everybody from Mace to the mm-hmm. Goo Goo Dolls to Eve Six. Who's your favorite out of the bunch? Goo Goo Dolls, for sure. Really? Yeah, 100, I think that's who I'd want to see too. Eve Absolutely. Six. I only know two songs out of all these bands. You know two Eve Six Who songs. Who sings the song Closing Time? That's Semisonic. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> <laughs> but they should have been. Good song, though. What was the Mace song we were listening to? Uh... You make me feel so good. You know you oh, make me feel yeah. so good. You know you make me feel so good. Which is was his one song. And That's hilariously, true. Greg thought that the actual Spice Girls were there. Do you guys know when I was in junior high, I was supposed to go to a Mace concert with Puff Daddy, and I was so excited, but they got held up at the border and I couldn't really? go. <laughs> was it yeah. Puffy or Mace that had the problem? I don't know. They never said. Did you know that my first ever CD I was supposed to get? My best friend Chris Anderson bought me a CD for my grade six birthday. And it was Green Day's Dookie. Ooh. And my brother told my parents I wasn't allowed to have it because of the parental advisory. Oh, yeah. That so was I bad. had to go return it. No, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, and, Tipper Gore. Well, classic Brad. So I had to go, <laughs> and there was a choice because there's only two good CDs at the time. It was Soul Decision. Only two oh. good CDs. That's yes. it. Soul Decision, or I think Spice Girls, Spice World. Ooh. That's a, that was a great album. Fairly certain <laughs> I went with Spice Girls. Strong album. <laughs> or are you guys just talking about the pictures? No, that's what I like the Britney Spears one for. Also, Ooh. fun fact, when I bought the, the Britney Spears album, the Hit Me Baby One More Time album, yeah. he, same friend, took the, the jacket out of the disc because there was pictures of her in there yeah. and stole it for about a month, and I never got it back. What was he doing with it? I don't it? think I don't you want, want that know. back. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it. Yeah, that's yours, bud. <laughs> Anyways, here's the podcast. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. It is humid out there. A few showers with thunderstorms this afternoon and windy, a high of 26. Tabbies, terriers, huskies, and hound dogs descended into Horlock Park yesterday. It was all for the annual Pets in the Park, which of course raises money for the Edmonton Humane Society. They had beer gardens, games, and a fun run, and this year's marshals were Cam and Kelly Talbot. Now, this is the 26th year. 15,000 people were in the park. Which is so cool, and, and the one story I heard that was really awesome, and I think it's something probably Matt would do because you love your pets a lot is one guy couldn't bring his pets because I don't know, they were busy at a birthday party or something. So <laughs> he went with a picture of them on a shirt and no. did the walk by himself. Really? Yeah. That's a super lonely move. <laughs> 
That's cute. How awesome is that? The Edmonton Eskimos home opener went great for the one lucky person who won $274,000 in the 50-50, but not so great on the field. They fell 38-21 to the Hamilton Ticats. Their next game, the Esks that is, happens this Friday at 8 o'clock against the BC Lions, and we'll have tickets for you in less than 10 minutes. The NHL entry draft happened this weekend. There were some rumors that the Oilers were going to make some big moves, but in the end, they just kept their 10th overall pick, selecting defenseman Evan Bouchard. Everybody looks so young. Not Evan Bouchard. He looks like a man. Really? Oh, yeah. He's got that man face. The old man well, face. Good. He's got a mean case of man face. We need face. that. Well, if you watch Game of Thrones, you probably already know that co-stars Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie are married. It was all over Instagram this weekend. They got married in Scotland. He plays Jon Snow. She played Ygritte. She was a wilding woman known for her red hair, and he killed her. You have to be terrified going to that wedding. <laughs> At some point, you're thinking to yourself, okay. That is what true. Is like, the deal? who is going to die? Should I drink this wine? <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't end up like a Dothraki wedding. <laughs> Yikes. Well, remember just a month ago when we were telling you about Bridget Nielsen being pregnant at 54 years yeah. old? She had her baby, her very first daughter. She named her Frida. She was born in LA on Friday, weighing five pounds, nine ounces. Everyone is healthy and That's happy. the thing. When you're looking for a girl, you just keep trying and trying and Even trying. Even at 54 years old. I think old. it was Ivan Drago's. Was the father? No, I don't think so. She's still on the whole Game of Thrones kick, are you? No, that's Rocky. She was the big Russian lady oh, yeah, in Rocky. That's right. Did you see the, the preview for Creed 2? Yeah, it looked no. real good. Ivan Drago's son. Oh, it's going to be good. You guys, I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. We want you to give us a call, 780-421-1039. We will take caller 10, and you will go football or football. Matt's got some names to throw your way, and if you can tell us the right sport they play, you're going to the Eskimos game on Friday. Here's the new one from Kenny Chesney. It's Get Along on Kissing Country. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Right now, beautiful, sunny and 20, going to hit 26 later on today. Maybe a thunderstorm this afternoon, but that's kind of just what happens this time of year. So Friday's game is Military Appreciation Mm -hmm. Night, Armed Forces Appreciation Night at the Eskimos game. There will not be the carryover 50-50 because it was one. I'm so sad. Saturday morning when that news came through, it was set to be the biggest carryover for a 50-50 ever. Can you imagine waking up and checking your jeans because you found out that it wasn't claimed? (laughs) And you got kind of the Eskimos hangover and you're like, what? It's noon i don't know and you check your ticket and it's yours that would be crazy i don't know if that's the situation of what happened definitely here. not but I that's think so. to cure a hangover that's for sure well, you started again at that yeah. point we just started celebrating <laughs> popping bottles but we have tickets for you to go to this friday's game it's going to be a ton of fun madison how was your weekend this weekend what'd you get up to um this weekend we sat at home and did nothing this is my favorite is thing nice. is you had to check who's in the car with you <laughs> my boyfriend Hun, what did we do this weekend? No, sometimes you just fly by. You just don't even realize. It's one of those we're lazy weekends, but it happens, right? I get it. So are you guys going to go to the game together if you get this right? Or are you going to take one of your girlfriends or what? I'm going to take my boyfriend. That's Aww, nice That's nice. He's in the car. You got to take him. You kind of got to say that at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's in the car, so. No, this contest is super hard, Madison. Now, here's the rules. I'm going to give you a name of either a football player who plays soccer or a football player who plays football. <laughs> and you have to tell me which sport he plays, football or football. Are you ready for the first name? I'm ready. Guess who made this game up? <laughs> I I could not tell you. The, hey, that's all right. I think we'll get you'll get the hang of it after the first name. Harry Kane, does he play football or football? 
football. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he is a footballer for England. And leading the FIFA World Cup in goals at this point. Yes, he is. Wow. All right, here we go. Okay. Hakeem Cox, does he play football or football? Football. How no, are you so good at this? <laughs> he plays defensive line for our Edmonton Eskimos, in fact. I like his moves. All right, you're two for two. Next one. Mohamed Salah, does he play football or football? You know, I'm really not sure about this one. But I think it's going to be football. No. Yeah, oh, wow. got it. He's one of the stars for the for uh, Team Egypt. Real good player. <laughs> uh, and your last one. If you get this, you get the tickets. Do you feel the okay. pressure right now? Like, do you do you Oof. feel confident in this? I, uh, you know, I'm pretty confident, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. Okay, here we go. Cody Fajaro. Uh, football. No! QB, backup QB for the BC Lions. There you go. You know your stuff. Why would you pick a backup QB from the BC Lions? I liked his name and he played football. <laughs> Madison, congratulations. You and your boyfriend are going to go to the Eskies game on Friday night. Thank you so much. That's awesome. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. From his new album, New Tattoo, it's the latest from Tim Hicks, Loud on Kissing Country. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. I'm Greg in for Chris, who is spending the day just relaxing like you should in the summertime. As he should, yes. As you should. A beautiful start to your day. Sunny and 20 right now. Maybe a thunderstorm later on this afternoon, but we'll see if that happens. I hope so. I've been hearing rumblings and thunder and seeing everyone else's photos. I want a good boomer. Pipe down. We're going golfing. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need any golf. Keep it down. <laughs> what about like a seven o'clock boomer? Sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. As we're watching The Bachelorette. Right Absolutely. in time. Uh, what was the worst part of your weekend this weekend? The worst part? I actually had a really good weekend. I didn't have a worst part. Matthew? Um, how do I say this gently? <laughs> Me and my wife were cleaning gently. out a pantry. <laughs> Is she and awake? Like sometimes when we start cleaning, we scrap a little. Because why? She likes to keep things, and I want to get rid of things. So we always have arguments about what we should keep and what we shouldn't keep. What did she want to keep yesterday that you're like, are you kidding me right now? We have eight different bread loaf tins. Sure, as you should. Yeah, What's like, a bread loaf tin? Oh, Jack. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't can know I, a lot of bacon, eh, bud? Can I have one of those? <laughs> I don't know. Do you Pretty need one? <laughs> Sam's made banana bread. Maybe once or twice since I've known her, and it takes one <laughs> loaf. But we have eight of them. I just want to give away a couple. And how did that go? Who won that? Sam. Absolutely. <laughs> no. You're going to need a lot of room for baby stuff. That's what I said. We got ba- we're going to have more stuff. I want less things. Put the baby in the little bread loaf tin. Oh, oh true. that's cute. That's adorable, right? There you go. So no matter what bad happened to you this weekend, it could have been worse like mm-hmm. the Sheets Head. Time for your Sheets Head story of the day. Today, I'm Chris. Ooh. And I get to tell the How tale. does it feel? Uh, weird. Pressure's Powerful. on. It does. I feel like a king. <laughs> All right. To India we go, my friends. To <laughs> India we go. Lots of weird stuff happens in India, but this one probably takes the cake in the past week. Uh, so this ATM worker, uh, armed guard, they were changing the money out of this ATM. They left the back panel off. Not something where somebody could come and burgle the ATM and mm. steal all the cash, but enough that a little rat friend could get in there. So they realized that after a while, that this ATM wasn't working. It was about a month since the ATM was pushing out cash. It took that long for somebody to realize the ATM wasn't working? It's India. Can, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this rat was, was in there and then decided to make a little nest of all the money that's in the ATM. So <gasps> that rat ate and shredded 12 million rupees, nearly 20,000 dollars. <laughs> what? This, and I guess they opened it up and the rat was in there and it had little rat babies. Having the best time of its life and all the money. 
Rich so kids. Do we know if the dude or person who left the the little cover off got fired or didn't say? As you probably know, it didn't go into great detail. <laughs> the story from from what India. a rat's nest. <laughs> Is anybody else picturing the little rat from Ratatouille? Oh. That chef movie. But he said he's a banker instead of a yeah, chef. Yeah, it's the new Ratatouille movie. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We just heard the Sheets Head story about the rat that destroyed, what was it, $20,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 12 million rupees. 12 million rupees. So here's what we want to know. What did your pet destroy? You can call us at 780-421-1039. Text in to 103939. Matt, you got a dog and a cat. What have your pets destroyed? My dog, my current dog, doesn't destroy much. And my cat's usually pretty good. She doesn't, she claws the ottoman once in a while. But we had a dog who loved eating coffee tables. As you would. Oh, really? <laughs> loved legs of coffee tables. You leave him alone for five minutes. He's under there lying on his side, gnawing on coffee table legs and shoes. Oh, he was a shoe oh, destroyer, no, too. Oh, no, that's so sad. Oh, worse. So nothing crazy, but yeah, he definitely liked uh, to gnaw a little bit. Jack? Uh, we've got Charlie the Chihuahua who loves any food left out. So he has, um, in the pantry, jumped up and gotten a loaf of bread and just oh. eaten, like, the middle part, the best that's part. The size <laughs> of him. He didn't eat the bread heels? No. Not even dogs <laughs> will eat the bread heels. No, he just ate the middle. One time I left Bob's lunch by the door, not thinking, and so he got into it and he ate everything except the lettuce and the tomato. Yeah, this is, Charlie the Chihuahua kind of sounds like the way I eat. I think we might be best friends in eating. It is quite funny. Growing up, we were taking care of our friend's dog and there's this big gigantic mud of a dog and we had just gotten home and we had a sliding glass door and then that little screen door yes so we opened the sliding glass door and this dog about 200 pounds just mm. bolts right through the screen door and oh, just man. goes all the way off so yeah the dog broke our screen door yeah and he was hilarious just this big <laughs> floppy hound just kaboom right out the door did and you ever was, get it fixed or did you just leave it no i think they got it that'd be oh. a weird thing to just leave open it's like worry. a screen yeah. dog door burglars come on in so what did oh, your yeah. pet destroy this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast see you later money so we're talking about what your pet destroyed today some great texts coming into 103939 and facebook messages too yes thank you to colton who first messaged us on uh on our texting and was like okay you guys i have to send you this photo so he messaged us on Facebook and says Maverick destroys many things in his puppy days, but this one takes the cake. You just got to laugh. He destroyed a pink highlighter. We're going to post these photos. This dog is pink from <laughs> head to toe, as is the carpet. Oh, oh. The carpet's the worst part because how do you get that out, right? Uh, uh, OxyClean. Spot shot? <laughs> Can you OxyClean your dog? I don't think so. Because his paws were awful pink. <laughs> Are you trying to become the new spokesperson for OxyClean? Hey, Matt DeBurse here. <laughs> get the highlighter out of the garden. <laughs> Did your dog destroy a highlighter? No problem. Oh, so you can check us out on Twitter, at Kissing Country. That's our Instagram as well to see the pictures of Maverick the puppy and his pink paws. So cute. Call us at 780-421-1039. What did your pet destroy, Andy? My pet destroyed my legally blind son's $1,000 glasses. <gasps> no. Oh, no. Lenses and all or just the frames? Oh. So what happens? You guys are out for the day and the, the, the dog gets somehow the glass? Or how did that happen? My son went to bed early the night before and he left his glasses in the living room and the puppy got them and completely destroyed them. Oh, now, have you and noticed that like- the dog can see better now? <laughs> 
she's uh, definitely much better behaved now that she gets kenneled every night. I would say so. No kidding. The one thing is, as mad as you were when you knew that happened, you look at that cute puppy face, and how do you how do you stay mad? I looked at the cute boy's face who couldn't see for three months. Okay, that's very my cute child or my cute puppy. Right. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And we're also talking about what your pet destroyed. Lots of texts coming into 103.939. Some bad pets out there. Ooh, Monday in Riverbend texts in and says, When I was growing up, our neighbor's Yorkie had a massive underwear fetish. Clean ones, dirty ones, it didn't matter. That dog ate them all. So it was mortifying for us teenage girls to have friends over. (laughs) And all of a sudden, this little dog comes out with five pairs of underwear around his neck. He's like a young Jim Belushi in Animal House. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah, that would be a fun party to be at. Oh, there's all the... uh, a very costly dog here. My dog ate a brand new $100 American bill. We were going on vacation and I had 10 of them in a folder. So we managed to get only one. He managed to get one, but he shredded it. He took. We told the bank. They said retrieve all the pieces and we could get it replaced. Well, I got all the pieces except one part of the serial number. No. And it was a loss. I wonder how many people try that. Like, instead of my dog ate my homework, my dog ate my money. And you just kind of go in and you're like, ah. Go to the bank. Uh, my dog ate a million dollars. I think you need dollars. some sort of proof. <laughs> no, <I don't laughs> like, so. Sorry. Here's a picture of the million dollars. Can I please have my million dollars? I did have my dog when we had it when I was about 15 destroy my very first debit card. Really? Yeah, I went right through it. Yeah, Ooh. he didn't. That's not so bad, though. No, it was fine. It was easy to get replaced. I got to tell the story of my sister's boyfriend's dog. When he was a puppy, he loved eating cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds loved, like its owner. <laughs> loved eating darts. And he could always tell when he got into the darts because he would just be running around the house like a maniac. <laughs> I just ate three cigarettes. I just ate three cigarettes. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Barry, more darts. So he'd just make the dog throw up. Oh. You can call us. What did your pet destroy? 780-421-1039. Good morning, kissing. Yes, my dog destroyed my uh, $1,500 couch. No! What kind of couch are we talking here? Leather? Pure leather. Oh, no. How did they do had, it? How long had you had it before it was destroyed? Two weeks. No! That dog just wanted to get rid of that couch because he's a member of PETA. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The one good thing about it was it was a soundtrack music festival outside. Yes. Like, unbelievable 90s reunion. Everybody was there. My Facebook, do I have any friends that didn't go? My Facebook, my Instagram was just loaded with pictures and videos. And I was just telling you guys, I thought the Spice Girls were actually there because of all the tagging I saw. Tribute band. But I thought it was three of the five. So I thought, like, maybe Scary didn't go. Okay. Which three would you you think? I thought, I thought Baby and Sporty and Ginger went. Ginger's a big deal. Ginger nope. was like the de facto leader. Ginger left. Yeah, because she, but she was like the, she was the glue that held the, the band together. I but now can't we're getting into Spice Girls <laughs> politics. It's like we're back in the nineties. Yes. And speaking of nineties, because of that, we want to know about your ultimate nineties style. If you were going to go to that festival, if you did, and you were going to dress. In the way you did in the 90s, what would you be wearing, Jack? Oh, this is tough because like early 90s, Jack, was all about snap bracelets and neon. Those were awesome. Yeah, big time. And side ponytails. And a little crimped hair. That sounds more 80s than anything. Well, I said early 90s. Crimped was big in the 90s. But then like middle to late 90s was grunge. Like just corduroys and a big old t-shirt. Corduroys and, are yes, a good Yes, that's luck. what I wore. Hot. I want... 
Here's what I want. If you were going to go to the Soundtrack Music Festival, I want brown corduroys. That's what I used to wear. Baggy shirt. Yes. Do they make corduroys in any other color? No, <laughs> I don't. Absolutely not. So. I think I had black corduroys, actually. And I guess you can just call them cords. No, no, you got to call them corduroys. <laughs> corduroys. But, and, but I right. want a crimped side pony. Yeah, and Vans. Don't forget Vans. Of course, Vans. Vans. Skater shoes. Yep. Never mm-hmm. touch a skateboard in your life. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Call us with your ultimate 90s style. Matt, what would you be wearing? Uh, this was my grade seven outfit, and I look back and I think, what was I thinking? I had a blue shirt, but at the bottom had the flames tickling, oh, flame tickling up my uh, upside there. You the were collar. Guy Fieri before Guy Fieri. Yeah, oh I had the spiked hair, and then I wore those those tiny little sunglasses. They're like the Morpheus sunglasses. Oh, yes. <laughs> so bad, and I had my Jinkos on. Like, my mom's like, you want bell-bottom jeans? It's like, mom, give me the Jinkos. <laughs> Mine was uh, large Exco jeans, as baggy mm, as you yes. could get. Black Dockers. The, okay. the shoes with the thick heel. Yes, and like a those. buckle. Yeah, yes, <laughs> right? the buckle. And then some sort of wannabe surfer shirt for some reason. Okay. And he had a pocket full of pogs. Yeah, a, a pocket. Well, those, those Exco jeans had big pockets, right? That's what you got them for. And then you got the, the puka shell necklace because I'm sort of at the beach. Yes. Soda grunge. Oh, puka yeah. was like 50-50. And then absolutely just beautifully spiked uh, frosted tipped hair. Mm. You surf on your days off. And, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I could surf if I wanted, but what was your ultimate 90s style? This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good goodbye, the latest from our buddy Dean Brody on Kissin' Country. Kissin' in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. I'm Greg in for Chris, and we have something special for you at 7.30. Your crack at tickets to our first ever Kissin' mm. Country tailgate party. You with Kip Moore. That's insane. So, and this is like mm, just over two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Friday night, outdoor at the ranch. Beautiful sunshine hanging down. We got bars. We got drinks. We got Kip Moore on stage. I'm so excited. This is like something you've never seen, never done before. And we're going to make sure you're there for free. So, 7.30 is when you can score your tickets for that. And we're ta- inspired by the Soundtrack Music Festival over the weekend, which was just a 90s throwback. It was crazy. And everyone was there. Everybody that I saw, either watching from their patios or actually, uh, you know, at the at the park, mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, that was one of those ones that I had serious FOMO for. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Sam had me locked up in the house. We had to do wedding stuff all weekend long, oh. slideshows and things like that. And I'm just watching like Goo Goo Dolls are on stage. I was like, no, I want to go see that. You're listening to Iris in one hit. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> but inspired by the 90s throwback, we want to know what your 90s throwback, what was your ultimate 90s style? What were you rocking? What were you wearing? What was your hair like? Do you regret it? I think we're all going to remember this. This text just came in. Birkenstocks, baggy jeans, a Club Monaco sweatshirt, and about 50 gallons of eternity. That's the one thing we forgot, guys, for all of us. CK1. Yes, it was CK1 was absolutely yes. what I had. Lip smackers. <laughs> was that a 90s thing? Yeah. Was that a 90s thing? I like Club Monaco. I also hope somebody texts in about their No Fear t-shirt. Because yeah. oh, No Fear was all over Huge. the place. Well, the thing about the Club Monaco sweaters is I saw everybody wearing them, but I never saw a store selling them. Where did you get them? Yeah, they were $55 at Club Monaco. I you remember. were too busy shopping at Randy River for your flame shirts. Oh, Randy River. <laughs> I remember that place. Right <laughs> Another throwback here. Somebody said tearaways are actually making a resurrection. As they should. The greatest <laughs> pants ever created. <laughs> I think t- I, I begged my mom for a pair of tearaways. Like, I, mom, get them for me. Please, 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 please. She finally got them for me, and I couldn't have been happier. And, really? they were, and you tear them off. There was nothing worse than having to do the buttons back up. 
<laughs> and that was also the golden age of pantsing. And that's what I was going to say. That's why you don't want those to make a comeback because every single person that wore them to school in my junior high got them ripped off. And one time it was in front of our gym teacher and somebody that we did it to was uh, not wearing appropriate underwear to be Come on, really? Gym teacher. <laughs> oh. I still don't feel bad about that. 780-421-1039. I love the texts that are coming in about these uh, 90s fashions that you had. Mm-hmm. The bomber jacket and Doc Martin shoes. The best. Oh, the starter jacket. Was that 90s? Oh, absolutely. The starter jacket with the front fanny pack, the yep. little pocket. That thing was mm-hmm. fantastic. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. We want to know about your ultimate 90s fashion. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. After the 90s fest that was Soundtrack Music Festival mm-hmm. over the weekend, and I think all of our timelines were lit up with pictures and videos of oh, Mace yeah. and the Goo Goo Dolls and TLC was there. And for a second, I thought the Spice Girls were actually there. It was a tribute band. Tribute band. Don't tag Spice Girls. Don't hashtag Spice Girls unless it's real because you're fooling people like me. Okay. But we're talking about your ultimate 90s fashion. There's some great text coming into 103.939. Yes. Baby doll dresses and cowboy boots at Esmeralda's. What's a baby Ezzies. doll dress? Uh, it's just a style of dress that's, it's like a little kid would wear. So it's like little cap sleeves and it like is tight underneath the bust and then it just kind of goes out. The other thing that came in that I've never heard of is the, the lock, the locked jeans. Yeah. And they said that their mom had to come to school with the key a couple of times. So obviously like a built in chastity belt. (laughs) How do you go to the washroom? You got to get your mom to come to school with the key. Obviously this texter said I had a denim purse with a bunch of neon buttons on it from San Francisco. And I think that's what we remember. San Fran. Remember the t-shirt wall i'd go in there as a kid and like i want that novelty fishing t-shirt so bad i never no, wanted we know anything. where you were yes exactly <laughs> i was in the back I with all the naughty stuff hands in my pockets whistle in pretend to look at all the goofy stuff and then i oh am i in the back oops oh how did i get back here the worst was when one of the store employees would catch me and be like hey kid get so on the only and then i'd go to the little thing like the the pin screen where you can oh. push your face into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love those things. And everybody did that, so I'm sure I got oh, it's just germs oh. on germs on germs. No, you had the middle finger on it. Bob's mom still has one, and she puts it in her place with the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How 90s. My uncle had one. It was fantastic. 780-421-1039, your ultimate 90s fashion. Or what do you remember, Steph? So I worked at Page Direct in like 1995. Yes. And so when people had pagers, I would hear the messages coming in and have to type them to the pager. Oh, and I'm so sure. So what did so you basically, hear? You, before <laughs> so text every, messages, you were privy to text messages. You were the middleman in the text message. <laughs> like everything. Or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend are fighting and she, you know, all the names, all the swearing, I had to type it all in and then send it off to their pager. <laughs> what about the sexy messages? Those must have been uncomfortable. All of it. Like anything that you would text, I had to type and send to a pager. That is the greatest job ever. <laughs> It was pretty wicked. (laughs) That is amazing. Okay, so do people fight more or were there steamy messages more? No, you know what? Both. It it was just a combination of everything. Like, just mostly affairs. Oh, oh. I like if it was if pages were still a thing. You know, this one would pop up. Beep boop, beep boop, boop. Send nudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send pictures because that wasn't available. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta go develop them and like snail mail them. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris, who's back tomorrow, and I can't believe we're so close to this Kit Moore Kiss and Country tailgate party. It's going to be awesome in the parking lot of the ranch outside Kit Moore Friday night. It and get how have that. we never done something like this before? I know. 
You will be at the inaugural Kissing Country tailgate party. Uh, we were playing Who Do You Trust? First, Rachel, what did you do this weekend? My grandson's birthday party. <gasps> How old? Ooh. He turned five. Now, what are five-year-olds into? What did Grandma spoil him with? We may have bought him a clock. That's amazing. <laughs> You're the best grandma ever. Jeez. He's too scared to ride it. For well, no oh, I'm <laughs> <my French>. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, are you accepting applications for new grandsons? Because I'm in the market for a new quad. Uh, maybe. What do, you, what do you get cousins? Because I could do like a third cousin. <laughs> a card. Oh. oh. Not as good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, Rachel, one of us was lying about our weekend. Did my fiancé go to the Eskimos game purely to get a 50-50 ticket and then leave to go downtown to go to a bar? Did Jack's little Kennedy do amazing at swimming lessons, or did Matt go to Ikea just for bins on a Sunday? Jack! Yeah, that's it. I mean, Kennedy did rock her swimming lessons, but <laughs> she's got a little bit to go before the next level. Tell us why. Because she has to be four years old. <laughs> but you buried the lead when you were telling us, Jack. You said, oh, there's so much stuff she has to work on. Yeah. Uh, she's got to be four. Her backstroke isn't great. <laughs> she's just, she's got a little ways to go. But also when she's four, Rachel is going to get little Kennedy her first quad. So there you go. Perfect. I'm ready. <laughs> Congratulations. Rachel, we will see you at our first ever Kissing Country tailgate party in about two weeks, July 13th. We'll be outside at the ranch. It's going to be incredible. Thank you guys so much. This is the Kissing Country. Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hellraising good time. There's Tim Hicks on Kissing Country. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. I'm Greg in for Chris, who was there when the big engagement happened. Oh, Friday yes. at the Eskimos game. Congrats to Mike and Jackie. They are now a newly engaged couple thanks to the Kiss and Kiss Cam. On the Kiss Cam, too, which bundle of nerves, super mm. pressure packed, but. I can't even imagine. You got like 60,000, however many thousand people were there, like yeah. just screaming for people. you, right? Uh, One million thousand people. And they're all looking at you. <laughs> but since they, uh, w their story is now, we got engaged at Commonwealth Stadium opening game 2018 season. We want to know your engagement story. Where were you when the big question was asked, Matt? Uh, in a park in Lethbridge. Boy, you make it sound so romantic. But it was it Don't. was very us. But they were taking like a oh, cute walk. Well, I, with you know, their I dogs. It just the timing was perfect. My mom was going down with us to visit her family. I had the ring. I literally picked it up that day, and I was like, it "Did was you pick it up that day?" It was burning a hole in my pocket, <laughs> and I knew I was going to do it that day. And I was like, it, it, "Just take our dogs for a walk." And then we went to a park, and I started crying. <laughs> Got on one day. Boo, you baby, baby. It was it was awesome. It was great. I mean, and that's here perfect. They are, baby but on the way. When you start with, it was in a park on Lathbridge. Well, I was <laughs> underplaying it. <laughs> what about you, Greg? Uh, I was in my fiance Sam. Her parents' front yard. We were, they were doing family pictures. There was a photographer there. Mm. I had asked her mom to bring everybody inside so I could have a moment <laughs> alone with the photographer and. Get down on one knee, and the photographer yeah. would get the moment. And that way, Sam wasn't suspicious of, like, why is there pictures being taken of us right now? And so we could have that moment forever, right? And so I'm getting ready, and it's our time to take pictures together. Just Sam and I, we had done the family ones, and I'm looking over at her family, and they're not moving. Because they know. And then her mom runs inside to get the camera, and I'm like, Judy, you were supposed Judy, to give us time alone. Judy. <laughs> You're killing me, Judy. And so she runs out and I get down on one knee and the family starts crying and it was wonderful and it was beautiful. She but said yes, right? Yes. As <laughs> yeah, far they're as getting I know. married next month. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think her exact words were finally. <laughs> Jack? Um, this I, is great. <laughs> we both went one in the front yard, one in a park. I was in New York for 
New Year's Eve, <laughs> and we might have been in Times Square on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. And That's like, incredible. Off air, we were talking about this, and Jack's like, oh, it was kind of awful, though, because this <laughs> photographer from the Associated Press <laughs> had to take our picture like 12 times. I just mean it was awkward because he kept making us kiss for like 10 seconds at a time in the middle of Times Square with a million people and confetti everywhere. Oh, we've never all mind. been there. Not, yeah, okay, never is. mind. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And Kissin' in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. I'm Greg in for Chris, and we're getting some great texts to 103.939, not only about where you got engaged, but some shout-outs too, Jack. Yeah, very special birthday. This comes from Ashley. She is wishing her daughter, Taylor, a happy 10th birthday. So happy birthday, Taylor. And so Friday night, and our very own Chris Sheets was there to see it and take a picture with it. You can see the picture he has with the newly engaged couple uh, on Twitter, at Kiss and Country. Mike got down on one knee during the Kiss and Country kiss cam at the Eskies game, asked Jackie to marry him, and she said yes. That is so adorable. So we are asking where you got engaged. This text says, we got engaged on Christmas Eve at Disney World under the fireworks at Cinderella's Castle. That is magical. I want to go back and do mine there. Yeah, I think that's everyone's Redo. dream. Although I think I took my Disneyland money and spent it on the ring, so I could not afford mm, both. Understandable. Here's a ring pop. I hope One you or the enjoy other. it. <laughs> Ashley says, my husband and I went to Vegas for the NFR with another couple. Well, I had always wanted to go and see the Hoover Dam, so we rented a car and we went out for the day. He proposed on the dam right on the state line border of Nevada and Arizona. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine is how you tell us your story. And we were just, I was just reading this text. Janelle says, my now husband told me we were going skeet shooting on Buck Mountain. Well, when we got there, he drove to the top of the hill and there was a display set up with flowers and deer antlers, a Bible with my married name engraved on it. And he got down on one knee. We got married this January and I love it. Best decision ever. My hubby Pretty rocks. Pretty hard to say no to that. Janelle, if that's not a kissing country proposal, so I don't know perfect. what is. Oh, when you shoot the, 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 the disc, is that what they call them? <laughs> yes. And then it exploded into a giant ring <laughs> that would be incredible right although there is one person who wants to hear something a little different so you could tell us these if you want this person says i want to hear more no proposals <laughs> yes. where they got turned down so you know what Ooh. tell us where you got engaged or tell us if you said no this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast we have a no story there's dallas smith and terry clark's one drink ago on kissing country kissing in the morning with chris jack and matt i'm greg in for chris on a beautiful sunny morning a little breezy maybe a little rain later on this afternoon we've been talking about where you were when you got engaged after the engagement friday night on kiss cam at the eskimos game yes congrats to mike and jackie and the thing is we did get one text saying listen it's great to hear the proposal stories but i would love to hear a no story we got one at 103939 we do this person says hey guys you want to know story? I got one for you. We were at a fancy restaurant in Calgary. And as he was telling me how much he loved me and wanted to raise kids, I started realizing that I couldn't spend my life with this person after dating for four years. <sighs> I told him I just couldn't see a future. And I broke it off as he was trying to propose to me. <gasps> Custom designed ring and all. You know that scene in Dumb and Dumber where he's in the restaurant and he plucks the heart out of the chef. Yes. That's exactly what happened to that guy. Oh. And the other awkward thing is being the server. Yes. Yeah. Like, Here's the check. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic gratuitative 18%. Have a good night. See you later. See you never. <laughs> At Yikes. that point, honestly, because I used to serve... I would think about taking care of that guy's bill. Or at least a stiff drink. Or, yeah, here's just a, all the champagne you wanted. <laughs> you it's go. on me. Better to know, though. Better to not go through Very with true. it. Very true. But, but what, easy for us to say. So here's the thing. You have that custom design ring. 
What do you do with you it? You hold on to it and you find another custom designed woman. You, <laughs> Kijiji, man. You know what? This is perfect. You are just like my other one. This ring fits you perfectly. Oh. Getting some stories about actually saying yes, though, as well. Yes, Andy says, I proposed to my fiance at Monsters Mini Golf on Gateway. It worked out great because I got her a Brian Gavin diamond that glows blue under black light, ultraviolet light. That is so cool. Then you can get the awesome chicken fingers they got there, too. <laughs> do they have good chicken fingers? Oh, the best. You want to go? Sure. Awesome. 780 <laughs> Diamond, tell us your engagement story. Where were you? That's the thing. I was supposed to be many places, but uh, I ended up getting engaged in Fraser Park in Edmonton. Okay, so what do you mean you were supposed to be many places? Take me through that. That's the thing. You boys are wonderful creatures. Thank you. But when it comes to proposals, you need to trust your gut. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point, actually. So what, your your fiancé or husband just kept overthinking it or what? Or did it in the bathroom? No, he was supposed to propose to me in a movie theater with a whole bunch of friends holding up signs. It would have been so sweet. Our first date was dinner and a movie. Our wedding theme is movies. But he listened to all the other people around him. Oh, they told him not to? They told him not to. They told him it was childish. They told him it uh. was silly. Completely crushed his dream. But hey, and he got his dream in the end. He's married he to you. He is going to. Okay. But that being said, another thing is the kissing listener should be reminded. It doesn't matter how you do it as long as you do it the way you want. That's and incorrect, actually, because my dad proposed to my mom when she was on her way back from the bathroom and she made him do it again a different day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.